Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I am from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff to go over this weekend, um, you know, with you. And I'm going to start, as always, with the stats in regards to what's going on. I actually have uh, found some stuff in regards to um, property disclosures, how buyers compromise on their priorities and um, you know the market weirdness is what it's calling out there but basically um, there's a lot of great stuff going on as always I always maybe look at it from a positive standpoint but I really do believe that there are great things happening out there this week there were 500 sales um, during the week and that's really pretty much back to where we were um, a couple of months ago so we had a little bit of a downturn um, last week we were at 451 this week we're at 500 so it's a little bit different um, not too much the um, median price of houses actually went up 420,000 they were at 415 last week so they're kind of hovering around that same thing you know so one week they'll go up one week they'll go down but they're kind of hovering around that that same place where they come from and the inventory um, increased a, a tad just by 27 houses it's 5069 um, and so 500 during the week so if you just multiplied that by four obviously that's 2,000 for the month and um, basically so we're at 2.34 months of inventory is the way that they're calculating it and figuring that out there's only one and a half months under 250 1.37 between 250 and 300 1.83 between three and 400 2.5 between 400 and 500 2.66 between 500 and a million and over a million there are seven months of inventory so over a million would be considered a normal market Um, basically there were only 17 of those that sold last week and there's 524 on the market so there there are quite a few um, there and that is turning into more of a buyer's market when you're looking at the the average um, price per that it was sold according to the list price it this week it's at 97.73 under 250,000 they're at 95.98 so you've got you know about five percent um there that you can work with 99 98.29 between 250 and 300 98.42 300 to 400 98.40 between 400 and 500 98.29 between 500 and a million and 93.17 so um a little bit of room obviously where you've got that higher inventory in the over a million price range so we were a couple of months ago as you guys all know that almost every one of them was over asking now they're just slightly under but it's not a tremendous amount just a little bit is what's going on with that when you're looking at the condos townhomes and villas there were 172 of those that sold last week the week before was at 174 so a whole not a whole lot of change um, the median price um, actually increased to 284,950. Um, so that just had to do with the number that sold this week. I think last week it was somewhere around that 250 range. So it's just kind of, you know, going up and down and everything a little bit there. Um, 
basically when you're you're looking at it, the months of inventory that we're looking at there for our 2.09, when you're looking across the board, um, be under 250, there's 1.9, 250 to 300, there's 1.41, 2.15 between 300 and 400, 400 to 500, it's 3.17, and then 2.71 up to a million. And so basically, that's the months of inventory that we have. So an average market or uh, a normal market, I guess is what they call it, when you have what they figure the right amount of buyers and sellers, and you can you know, move freely, freely throughout the market is when you just have, when you have between four and six months of inventory. So when we're hovering right around two, we're still definitely in a seller's market. And that's something that I know a lot of people find strange or whatever that they think, wow, you know, with the interest rates going up and all of that kind of stuff, it should be heading into a buyer's market. And it really isn't. So that's, you know, good news for um, the sellers out there. The buyers, there's still quite a bit of um, competition and everything. So you've got to deal with that if you're in there. So in my opinion, it's really important to work with the right people to make sure that you get the right deal and go from there. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. So looking at those condos, townhomes, and villas, basically where they're at is um, 98.6 overall is what they are from asking price to purchase price. And between under 250, it's 98.09, 98.9, 250 to 300, 98.66, 300 to 400, 99.17 on 400 to 500, 98.45, you know, up to a million. So they're kind of all across the board, very similar in what they are. You know, I think in the single family homes, you're, you're going to find when you've got the amount of excess inventory or the normal market inventory, you've got a little bit of wiggle room there in the over a million range and in the under 250,000, probably a lot of those homes actually do need work. When you're talking about that our median price range is right at 420. So if you're looking at something under 250, nine times out of 10, it's going to need a little bit of work. And so with that, people are going to be looking for some kind of a bargain or something like that, that they can do actually on that. Um, The inventory for condos kind of stayed the same at, um, it increased by seven. So it's 1,555, you know, right now. So basically, as we've talked about many times before, you know, if you do want to get a condo and a lot of people like condos because they don't have the extra maintenance fees that uh, things that they're going to have to do outside of the condo fee or whatever. Um, But you know what it's going to be and you have somebody else taking care of it. So a lot of people that are from out of town really like that kind of a product because it's like lock and leave. They feel like they don't have to worry about anything when they're gone. And when you can get it for over 140,000 less almost than you would be buying that median price of a single family home. You can get a much more um, bang for your buck when you're buying it. And as we've figured out before, that 140,000 is going to go a long way to paying that monthly payment for years and years and years. I think it's somewhere around 20 years or something like that. So, um, 
basically there's a, a lot of opportunity and that kind of thing in there for that. So one of the things that I said that I was going to be talking about today is the seller's disclosure. And basically when, you know, people put their house on the market, most of the time they fill out this paper um, that's called the seller's disclosure that they're supposed to disclose what they know about the property, you know, in regards to if it's on a well or if it's a septic, um, basically, you know, when they replace the roof or if there's any other insurance claims that they've had and that kind of thing. But um, basically, you know, our number one thing is that we don't feel like you should rely on the seller's disclosure. The way that I look at it is that it's nice to have. But there are times when sellers will make an honest mistake. They'll just kind of forget about something. And so the most important thing that, in my opinion, that you can do to protect yourself when you're purchasing a home is to actually get that home inspection. And, um, you know, the the inspectors are going to do things that you're not necessarily going to do. They're going to go on the roof. They're going to walk the roof. They're going to go in the attic and look at those kinds of things. They're going to test all of the electrical outlets and the plumbing and, and check all of that kind of stuff to make sure that you actually are getting, you know, what you think. So, um, you know, I think that Regardless, if there's a, a seller's disclosure, in my opinion, you always should go ahead and get that um, home inspection done. And I'll talk a little bit about this after the break. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I was talking a little bit about the property disclosures um, during the last segment that I think that they're all great and everything like that. But if it were me, I would definitely want to have that home inspection or do my own inspection to see. I think that you know, there's a lot of times when people live in houses for a long time and then they don't realize exactly, you know, there might be something underlying that they don't want to know. And I just met with the seller this week that she had gone ahead and she had gotten a home inspection even before we met because she didn't want to have any surprises come up later. And so she was pleasantly surprised that, you know, there were little wear and tear things on the outside that there are a few cracks in the stucco, which was normal. You know, it's just um, when you're going to be painting and the next time you have to seal those cracks. So it wasn't anything major that came up. But, you know, as she went to sell her house and go through the process, she didn't want to have to go through um, having any surprises, like I said. Now, every inspector is different and some of them might find something that somebody else does didn't and that kind of stuff. But basically, they do do a lot of the same checks. And so the way a lot of inspectors do it today is that they have a checklist of all the things that they're checking. Um, sometimes they do like a red, yellow, green, you know, like green, everything's good. Red might want to pay attention to it. And yellow, you know, might be maintenance item, items or something like that. But most of them do have some kind of a picture that they're going to show you in regards to what they're talking about or what they find and, and those kinds of things. But 
there are some problems that buyers find after closing. And so one of them is electrical. 88% find some kind of an electrical thing. Sometimes I think it's a lot of times it's a switch or something that people don't use. I was working with one buyer, I remember, and they're like, this outlet doesn't work and we're going to need to get that fixed. Actually, the inspector had said that. So we went back over there and and checked it out and had um, our little electrical thing that we could plug in to check it out. And sure enough, it was an outlet that um, you flip the switch and then it worked. So it was like for a lamp or something like that. So you're going to run into those kinds of things sometimes and you might call somebody out and not need it. But um, electrical is um, buyers find some kind of problem with that 88% of the time it says here. Fixtures 58% of the time. Plumbing, 58% of the time. Exterior structures, 54% of the time. And basements, which obviously don't apply to us, 52% of the time, or rarely do. Water damage, 46%. Heating and cooling, 43%. Exterior facade, 42 Mold or termites, 39 Major appliances, 34 Roof 31 and foundations 27. So these numbers seem extremely high to me because when you do, um, if, if you would do a home inspection, all of these kinds of things are going to be checked out. And if you are concerned about them, the other thing that you can do to really protect yourself is that you can get a home warranty. And, um, you know, we work with a warranty company that, that I think does really great because you're actually... Um, able to get your own contractor in there to actually fix whatever it is. The biggest complaint that I've heard with warranty companies is that you might have a challenge with an air conditioner, for example, and you have to use their um, specified people that are going to fix it. And so you might be without air conditioning for a couple, three days, and nobody this time of year wants to be without air conditioning for a few days. So you're able to call who you want to to get it fixed and then they'll reimburse that contractor directly. So that's kind of a, you know, a great thing that you can do too. So they're in the neighborhood of five, 600, somewhere in that range that you can get a home warranty on your house. And if you are in a house and you want to get a home warranty now, um, we can definitely, you know, get you in touch with these people to get a home warranty as well. Um, but the, basically the bottom line is, is that I believe that if you're already in your home you have to wait for any claims it's I think 30 days or something like that they have a limit on that because they don't want something broken and then you get the warranty and then immediately if you're purchasing a home then it is immediate but if you already are in your home then you have to wait that time frame before you can have any claims which obviously you know just makes sense but if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio WFLA Orlando I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. Another thing that I found this week that I thought was really interesting is that it was talk- there was a study that talked about how buyers had compromised on their priorities, 80% of them actually in the last year. 
And so um, some of them went over budget, like 30% went over budget, and 20% of them bought in a less desirable um, neighborhood. And so I think that with the way that the market frenzy was going on a few months ago, that a lot more of this happened than it has happened at a lot of other times, and actually than what's happening now. Now with the increase of inventory, with ha- we were at like 0.75 of a months of inventory, and then today I told you that we're in that you know 2.3, 2.5. Um, months of inventory. So it does give you some choices and you're not competing with a lot of people all of the time. So as a result of that, you know, it makes that home buying experience a little bit better. You do have some choices as a seller. It does make it so that you do have to make your house stand out more than you did a few months ago. And so that's one of one of the things that's going on, too. But 80 percent of the buyers had to compromise on high level priorities in order to become homeowners. And I think that, you know, it's just like when you're your first time buyer, you're not going to get that dream hold home. You know, um, you're probably not going to be in a position. Most people aren't in a position where you've got millions of dollars and you can just go ahead and get whatever you want right off the bat. You know, most of the people out there, you know, you're all hardworking individuals. And so as a result of that, you know, you have to work hard and continue to work. And so you have to make that decision in regards to, you know, what you're going to do. So that first home, there might be some things that you compromise on. And I know that it comes down to really defining what is that no, I can't give this up. And yes, I can give this up or, you know, I can live with this and and that kind of stuff, because it's really important, I think, for people to to get if a neighborhood is your number one priority, I think that you can compromise a little bit on some of the neighborhood, but you don't have to, you know, compromise 100%. You can still find somewhere that's safe, somewhere that's good for you and all of that kind of stuff. And I know that, you know, with a lot of the purchasing and all that kind of stuff that some people are going further out because they want that good neighborhood and that kind of thing um, in their budget. And so they're willing to drive a little bit further you know, to make it happen. And it doesn't always have to be um, that you're going to be a far way from, you know, a long, long way from your job or from your friends or anything like that. I mean, there, there are definite, definite pockets of homes in all kinds of different areas of central Florida. And so you just have to know where to look and, and all of that kind of stuff. But the location is one thing that a lot of people, um, you know, compromised on. I think one thing that I think a lot of people compromise on that I talk to is whether the yard is fenced or not. A lot of people want that fenced yard. I mean, they they want it for their pets more than anything so that they can just let them out and then have them come back in and everything. And, um, you know, if they can get a neighborhood that allows a fence, a lot of times that's fine for what they want to do. So you want to make sure that that you do that. Um, In the past, you know, a few months, basically, one of the things is, is that everybody 80% of the buyers had to make more than one offer when purchasing a home and 41% had to make five or more offers. So that's one of the things that is going on now that's definitely different than what it was before. So um, basically, um, you know, 
uh, people that 70% of the people that were did this survey, it was their first home. And so, like I said, you do unfortunately have to compromise. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that we find in the market is that it says that it buyers skittish for many it's just market weirdness so basically they're rising prices mortgage rates deter home buyers but for many the rapid changes are simply disconcerting and it makes them wonder what will happen next and i do find that from a lot of people that a lot of people ask you know what's my opinion and what do i think is going to happen and of course i do not have a crystal ball i mean i do watch the market pretty closely i watch what's going on and just like this week with there being 500 sales um, this week in houses and then another 170 odd houses or condos and townhouses that are selling. I mean, we have, we're in a pretty healthy market. I mean, there are definitely things selling and you have to understand that a lot of those that are on there, that, that um, there are more sales than that going on because there aren't any builder um, properties that are, or there's very few builder properties that are being completed that are actually included in those totals too. So there is a lot going on out there. Um, we did have a, a buyer last week that was able to pick up a, a house that somebody else had lost be, that was a new build that um, basically it's about two or three weeks done from completion. And they're going to be able to, you know, get that at quite the discount from what that previous buyer was getting it for. Um, because the interest rates on that, which I've talked about before, that if somebody went under contract six months ago and they were at like a 3.5% interest rate and now they're at about a 5.5, they don't necessarily qualify for that house that they were building. So it's unfortunate, but the builder is getting it back. And so they were offering a deal, you know, basically to our customer. And so they took advantage of it and are going to be um, getting a brand new house that it's a 30 day close and, and they're getting a loan and all that kind of good stuff. So it's ended up being a win-win situation for the builder and my buyer, but it's not necessarily a win-win situation for the original person who, who was building that house in the first place. So when you do go into builder contracts, there are some long-term lenders that can give you an interest rate that's good for six months or whatever, say. They are a little bit higher than some of the other ones, so you have to be wary of that as well. So um, basically, you know, what this article is saying is that um, buyers are confused and hesitant now. They're sitting on the sidelines because the market has cooled down so much, they think. And so what they're doing is that what are they doing if they aren't buying? They're renting. And then that is putting more upward pressure on the rentals so that the rental prices are even going up higher. So, um, you know, it's it's 
something that um, people really need to to look at um, when you're going and going through everything and renting versus versus buying. We have some calculators that I'm more to share, more than happy to share with anybody who wants us to run through your scenario. But it goes through even um, you know your tax implications and that kind of stuff to see if you're better off renting or buying and what's the best thing for you. And um, what this person is saying here is they said last year the market forces pushed you into a home and pushed you into doing it sooner than you wanted to. It was like now, 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 high, high, high because the market was going up. Whereas now the market forces are pulling you away, even um, someone who's ready to go and kind of dragging their feet. So um, basically, you know, when you're looking at the median monthly asking rent in the United States, it surpassed $2,000 for the first time in May, raising 15% year over year to a record high of 2002. Then in July, the national rent average went up, you know, it was 14% instead of being at 15%, but the rent is at 2032 so basically, you know, the question is, if you're going to rent versus buy, can you handle the asking rent um, increase year over year? Is that something that you want to do or even think about? So that's something that I thought was, um, you know, a good thing to, to really sit down and look at. So when you purchase a home, even at a higher interest rate, a buyer is opting for a fixed payment plan. And uh, as mortgage rates go down, you know, obviously you have the option to refinance. And so renting is an expensive option. Rental prices are so high that they're only going higher. So more and more people have dropped out, you know, due to because people have dropped out due to the interest rates. So like I mentioned last week, it's over 11,500 new apartments that are being built right now in Central Florida that will be available but um, the demand is still going up because there's some people that we're going to buy that have now decided to rent. So um, basically, another thing that I think is really important when you're looking at purchasing is that you really want to be in your home for two years or longer. Um, it, it, you know, you don't want to do it um, that you plan on selling the next year. I mean, it might be great and all of that kind of stuff. But first of all, there are tax implications that if you have a gain on that house, that if you're living in it for two years, you know, the government gives you a break on your, you don't have a capital gains on it. You have your, your I forget what they call it, but basically, you know, you've got that going on. So you wouldn't want to do that. And then also, um, it gives you some time to, you know, get things calmed down and to definitely, you know, have the value and everything in it. So um, the the price the chance of a price decline is probably minimal, but if it does occur, it will only be a, a short duration. So when you're looking at a home, I think that you really have to look at the long game. You can't look at the short term in regards to what. Um, is going on. And like I said, you know, if you're going to be purchasing a home, I think that your best bet is to stay there at least two years, and maybe a little bit longer, just depending on what your what your plans are and everything and what you're trying to do. But, um, you know, 
homes have to be prepared better for sellers because, and they have to be priced correctly. Otherwise they're going to sit on the market and that kind of thing. And I know people don't want to do that. You have to be looking at the long game. And I know people are around um, looking and they're hearing that, Hey, the market's going up, up, up. And my, my house is worth a lot more than what I thought it was. But what happens is that a lot of times people get those rose-colored glasses on and they actually think it's worth a lot more than what it is. So, um, you know, you, you really have to look at what is going on in the competition and for the neighborhood and all of that to make things really happen. And I, I firmly believe that, you know, there are definite opportunities for anybody out there. But you know what? They're not just sitting there. You have to dig a little deep to find them. You have to dig a little deep to maybe, um, you know, make sure that you're getting the the best lender. You have to dig a little deep to make sure that you're getting that best house for you. Um, I'm working with a buyer and I was out with them this week and and we've looked at uh, quite a few things and, and we're, we've got a few things narrowed down in regards to what they want to do. And they're making the decision of whether they want to do a duplex, a half of one, or if they want to be in a single family home. They're looking at the age of the house, if it's something that they want to do and, you know, um, how, you know, what they want to do. I mean, we were looking at one house and, and when we went in it, um, like the kitchen was all new, it was all stainless steel appliances. It had granite it had backsplash that was very nice. Um, it had the stainless steel hood and all of that. And then we went into another house and it was the original cabinets from like 1976, I think it was. And um, they didn't look bad, but just the comparison between the two houses, the wife was going, I'm not really sure that I like this house because we have a lot of things that we need to do in order to make it comparable to that other house, even though they were priced very similar about the same square footage and all that kind of stuff. So it really does make a difference, you know, how you portray your house. And I just want to make sure that everybody's very aware of that in regards to how everything works for you. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate radio.com and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So when I was talking at the beginning of the show, I said that, you know, there was something that I ran into about um, solar panels and insurance and everything. And I just think that, um, you know, Everybody that is getting solar panels and that kind of stuff, it's just something that you need to look at. It's something that they haven't really necessarily um, resolved today. There are some solar um, panel companies that are actually working with the insurance companies to make sure that everything is good and going to work out and all of that. But I think that, um, you know, it's like when you're getting those solar panels, there's there's things that you have to look at to make sure that it happens. Um, homeowners adding solar panels uh, study energy savings and break even costs but they should also call their insurers some increase premiums and some actually cancel policies as a result of it from what i've heard and read and everything here um, citizens the state 
policy if you have them. Um, they are not uh, charging anything extra or they aren't um, having any red flags when it comes on to, um, you know, solar panels, but other insurance companies are. And so um, one of the things that they're concerned about is that the net metering flagged by, is flagged by insurers. So basically, um, you know, when you've got the metering connections to the utilities, which is basically all of them, uh, it has a unique risk of injury to line workers and damage to the utility grid. So they want to make sure that 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 stuff is all okay. Um, basically, the other thing is is that the thing that they're concerned about is the roof. There's an example in here of somebody that their roof was 10 years old and they put solar panels on and they did have tile roofs, which last longer than shingles a lot of times. And um, the insurance company dropped them because they said the roof was too old to put solar panels on them. And um, the other thing is, is that if there is some kind of uh, hurricane or windstorm that comes through, there's more lift um, possibilities with the solar panels that could actually damage the roof. And so those are just a few things um, of why the insurance companies have their, you know, red lights going on when somebody has solar panels. So I am not against solar panels by any stretch of the imagination. But um, what I do think it is important is that you do, when you're looking at your cost analysis, and then you're also looking at um, basically talking to your insurance company to make sure that you know all sides of it and you're not going to get caught with a big surprise. And that's, you know, really none of us like those big financial surprises that cost us time, energy, and effort. So I think that that's something that you should really, you know, pay attention to. And like I said, a lot of the solar companies are trying to work with the insurance companies to make sure that, um, you know, that, that they can all uh, work together to make this happen. And obviously that's, you know, a win-win situation. So that's all good. So I just think that everybody just needs to be aware that that's what the situation of it is out there. And there are some companies that are canceling people with solar panels. So you just need to be aware. And the other thing that I've run into with solar panels, I've run into two types of situation. One of them is that um, people actually kind of lease the solar panels. So you're allowing the solar company to actually put the panels on your roof. And they're basically, you know, giving you... Um, you don't have to pay for the solar panels. They're paying for the solar panels. You pay them a rent for the um, solar panels and get the utility um, exchange for it. So actually, you know, you've got a, a much reduced cost of um, of electricity, but um, you do have that monthly rental payment and they, they maintain everything and all, and all of those kinds of things. And then there's obviously the outright purchase of the solar panels where you get the tax credits and all of those kinds of things that come along with it. The biggest challenge is a lot of people, you know, get a loan and it's a lien on the property. And so when you go to sell that house, that lien has to be paid off. And so it all depends on, you know, it might increase the house by maybe even 20000 or whatever for the value of having those solar panels on that if you've paid them. But sometimes, you know, what's that appraiser going to do? Are they going to, um, you know, give you that value? And 
in doing that or not. And so it's just something that is relatively new. We have run into it in a few properties, but we've been able to work around it. But it's just something that if you're getting the panels and you're thinking, I'm going to be selling my house in the next few years, it might be something that you might want to, you know, reconsider. Now, there are a few communities out there that they are new builds and they are building every house in that community with the solar panels. So that's going to be interesting how that all plays out and everything too. And with that, I know that they've, um, you know, negotiated some insurance companies and gone over all that kind of stuff with them to get everything going. So you just need to know that there are definitely options out there, but you definitely have to do your homework, in my opinion, you know, if you're going to be doing something out of the ordinary like that on your house. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, we're always here to help you in whatever um, need or whatever that you have and everything. Um, and, uh, you know, free advice and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, basically the bottom line is, is that when it comes to purchasing your home, there's a lot of things that go on in the background and that's why we always feel like it's, it's important to, to work with the right people and all of that to make sure that you're getting, um, all of your questions answered. I mean, I was talking to a lady this week and she's like, I, it's not my first rodeo. I bought and sold over five houses and everything. And, um, yeah, that's great. You know, she has bought and sold five houses. And so she knows somewhat, you know, what the, the, what you have to do, but the market is different. The things are different, you know, and you can't just pull a number out of a hat and say, this is what I want to get. And, um, so basically, you know, we would all love to do that, but that's not reality. So we have to live within the terms of what exists, but, you know, we do get premium, um, uh, money for all of the houses that we sell, I would say, well, maybe not all, I will say it like 97.8% of them, you know, but our, our average is high, is much higher than the average agent. We get 106.7%, um, when the average agents get 99. So, so we're able to put more money in our seller's pocket, which is always great. And, um, again, trying to create that win-win situation. Uh, we do have a house that we want to talk about this week. And basically this house is on over, it's on over five acres. There's, there's two, two and a half acre plots that are actually together. The house right now is actually only on one, two and a half acres, but they only one next door to it. So you could go ahead and build another home on that or, if you want it separated, you know, the owner is willing to do that. And then they would take some off of the price, obviously, of what they're asking for it. But, um, you know, on two and a half acres uh, where it, you can have horses, you can have all of those kinds of things. Um, basically, the house is right off of Pleasant Hill um, in Kissimmee. So there's um, lots of opportunities and that kind of stuff that it's, it's close to. It's like kind of the north side of Pleasant Hill. So it's right around where John Young and Pleasant Hill um, intersect. But if you are looking for land, which I find a lot of people, that's exactly what they're looking for is that they want land. Um, this property um, has 
multiple bathrooms. I believe it's six of them that it has. So all of the bedrooms um, have their own ensuite, except for one of them has a Jack and Jill. Um, there are multiple masters in the home. There's a theater room, a billiard room. Um, you know, um, the, there is a master downstairs, so that's available office. Um, you know, basically everything that you want in a large home is available in this house. And like I said, it's on five acres and uh, manicured and all that kind of stuff all cleared so you don't have to do it high and dry which is always something that people are looking for so if you want it just uh, let us know and we'll be happy to get you more information but in order to get in touch with us you can call 407-566-2555 you can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and have a great labor day weekend everybody talk to you next week bye-bye